Life is a journey, and eventually all roads come together. You are listening to Breaking Camp, conversations focusing on our passion for the outdoors, everyday life, learning new things, and growing as people. I'm Aaron Brenneman. And I'm Bryce Ginther. And this is Breaking Camp. Welcome, campers, to Breaking Camp Podcast. This is Bryce and Aaron, your camp hosts. Camp hosts. And we're hanging out, and we're doing this. Uh, how you doing, buddy? A little late. A little it's late for you. way past my bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. Missed Jeopardy. So, Worked through that. Jeopardy alarm was going off before yeah. we even started. Yeah. yeah. It's too late. But you know, well, we're going to power through. I tell you so what. So this one might just be a mess. <laughs> off the rails more so than normal. I'm tired, but I'm a total radio professional. Oh, Quality man. content for our fine listeners and Patreon supporters. Chad, leave it all Breaking in. Camp Podcast. Nope. Patreon.com slash Breaking Camp Podcast. This is already Simple. going good. Yep, it's going so well. Swimmingly. Yep. Get your koozie. Get real, your stuff. All right, real what quick. What are we talking about? Let's dip into the camp cooler since this is going to be a fast let's one. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So I got a Steez Antioxidant Brew. Blueberries and pomegranate. Steez. <laughs> Steez. Steez. Steez teas. Steez teas. Green tea with blueberries. Those or, are or really gran- good. Or granic. Or granic. This is what happens when I'm too tired. Like, I can't say words. <laughs> Organic brewed green tea. Organic cane sugar. Orga- <laughs> this is might be organic. I don't know if it's, it does not have organic citric acid. Oh, it's fair trade, though. Did he, Here's the thing I was listening to, and it won't matter because by the time this comes out, it'll have been a bit. But <laughs> did you know that woke Coke is a thing? I don't know what that is. Do you know what Coke is? Yeah. Not the beverage. Oh, cocaine? Cocaine. Oh. You know how people will try and separate people from their money in whichever way possible? Sure. They're marketing and selling a product called woke Coke, which is like ethically sourced, organic. So it's they charge a premium. Oh, whoa, whoa. on the street? Yeah, woke Coke. No, this is real. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, woke, woke. I don't understand the whole woke thing. My, this is from the Daily Mail. <clears throat> the rise, the rise of woke Coke. Drug dealers are targeting middle class users with ethically sourced cocaine <laughs> for however 200 pounds a gram to suit their vegan organic lifestyle. You know, because you think about it, if you're super <laughs> affluent and you got money to burn and you, I'm, I'm envisioning yeah. like a guy with like white pants, white shirt, white shoes, good tan, stays up all night. Uh-huh. Plenty of money. And you're just selling regular old Coke, but you're like, no, I got this good this stuff. This is woke. This is, this is, I think that that's a term applied to outside the concept of it. But like, <laughs> it's ethically sourced. Mm. You want the organic, you want the, the mm. vegan option. Huh. That's woke Coke. I, you know, I would assume that anybody who actually uses cocaine doesn't care. But it's like, you know, this is, is it you Pablo? Types. Is it Pablo Escobar? No, they don't. this is this is ethically sourced. <laughs> People are paid a living wage. Yeah, there's probably no murder. No so murder. That you just keep believing that. Who knows if it's real? That's it's not true. Mm. Boy, it's on the internet. 
That's craziness. How did we get there? I don't know. You brought it up. Woke Coke. Woke Coke. Yeah. But I was going to talk about my drink. Oh, um, let's hear What do you got? I got Ecliptic Brewing Phaser Hazy IPA. It's juicy and unfiltered. Phaser Hazy IPA stuns with a oh. lively array of fruity hop notes. Yeah, that one's pretty good. We uh-huh. get that one very, fairly, regu- <laughs> fairly regularly. <laughs> it's uh, fairly inexpensive. Do you need I a blanket? No, I'll be here in the morning. I can't sleep here because I have to get up too early in the morning. Um, if you get up in the morning, would you let the goats out? I will chickens? probably be up before then. <laughs> it's been kind of weird the last couple of mornings because it's been so cloudy in the morning. Mm-hmm. The, the June, June, what do they call it? The June, uh, June gloom. It's not June, but I know it's like I think that's what they call it down in California. Really, the, the coastal area, you have this oh. June June gloom marine layer that comes in. We, yeah, I don't recall us getting it as much, but we've been having it lately. Yeah, yeah, a lot. So it's nice. The mornings love are cool, it. so you're up early, get going. I've get been noticing. Before the I get up in the morning and my pumpkin flowers are out. They're all popping mm. in the morning, and then by the time I get home from work, they're all like shut down, done. Really? Yeah, that's yeah, more of a. Uh, I don't know much about pumpkins. I just try and grow them. I should probably are know you, more about them. Are you still beating your wife though at, at, at growing pumpkins? <laughs> Didn't she? Wasn't her? Wasn't her pumpkin? I'm her glad garden? that you. I'm glad that you threw the at growing pumpkins on at that. Growing pumpkin. Yeah. Wasn't her garden struggling and yours was thriving? Well, no. Hers. She doesn't even try. Hers. Hers just goes. It, oh. Like her actual garden is is a little bit of a struggle bus. But the yeah. but the but the forgotten gourd garden with uh-huh. like potatoes and like zucchinis and ornamental gourds. Yeah. That little circle of dirt has gotten an in uh improportionate amount of attention and fertilizer and yeah. all the good stuff that my pumpkin patch doesn't seem to ever get. And her she doesn't make it over all the way to her uh, vegetable garden either. It's it just happens to dump there, and dude, everything's happy there. So less is more. Well, no, I'm. She's putting a lot of resources in there. Oh, and it's just like, well, we need to kind of get this going, and it's going. Oh, it's, it is going. Oh yeah, okay. her. But everything is all, isn't it? Like when you have a lot of nitrogen in the soil, that's when the green stuff grows, really a lot. I think. Manor, isn't that what's in the manure? Uh, no, <clears throat> uh, nitrogen. I believe. Well, who Did knows? Do you have the science teacher that called it manure? Manor? No. Manure. No. Can't no. remember his name. In high school? Yeah. He went back. I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manore. He called Manor. him Manore. He? So, oh, Mr. Hereford. I don't know. The only high school, the only science teachers that I remember in high school was Mrs. Judy and Mrs. Mr. Hereford. Okay. It must have been a substitute that we had. I remember. Okay. Manore. <laughs> I yes, like the nit- nitrogen is full of manure. I like tired, Aaron. Yeah. The leaves, leaves and grass have okay. a lot of nitrogen. And compost, dude, fact check me, guys. I don't care. Facts. Go ahead, check me. Um, but I believe that uh, the manure uh, is less in nitrogen, so I don't know. Huh. Okay, I just know that she puts all the leaves and grass uh, in the fall on that area and it winters. Oh, yeah, covered, right? Composts, and it just does its thing. Yeah, and dude, she's growing huge. Greenery, okay. and there'll be there'll be stuff in there. Do you but, remember how much the heaviest pumpkin ever weighs? Yeah, it was. Um, oh, 
I think it was like 2,700 pounds. Somewhere in there. Yeah. I think it was like 24 to Mm -hmm. mid-20s. Yeah. It was over 2,000 pounds. That's what I meant. So I have a a few pumpkins growing in mine, but um, the biggest one is just almost racquetball sized. Okay. Almost. Yeah. And everything else. Are is, these decorative is gourds, or are you doing pumpkins? No, these are pumpkin pumpkins. I oh. and I'm not positive because of how I planted everything. It just is wherever yeah. it goes. Yeah. I think that these are the are the giant pumpkins, like the big ones. So did you just walk around like the path, just drop in seeds, mm-hmm. just spilling some seeds here, spilling mm-hmm. some seeds there? Yeah. And then see what happens. I did. Well, I took. I, d- I took the packet of big pumpkins, okay. and I walked kind of from here to there to here to there to here to there the, along the whole strip of ground, and I would push them in. And then I kind of sort of took note of where those were, okay. and then I took um, this other bag of pumpkin seeds that were just sort of a random variety, but they're all like pumpkin, jack-o'-lantern pumpkins. Okay. And I planted those in groups of like three to five and so I tried to kind of like disperse, oh. and I not even close to all of them grew. So I have a sneaking suspicion that the store-bought seeds that I got are the ones that are growing, and a few of the other seeds popped up. Hmm. So, because sometimes it matters where the seeds land, well, and what type of soil. Are you talking about Bible Later. stories? Are you trying to trying to tell? A I was parable? just seeing if you were catching. catching I, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Is this where you're going?" I was just seeing if we were getting there. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you've heard that one. If it falls on the hard path and the birds eat them, yeah, you know, there's that. Carry you know, them, some carry of them, them away. Some of them land in the thorns, right? Yeah, and and they get choked out. Yes, others land on fertile soil. You know. Oh, so you have heard? I yeah, I heard that time or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So are we gonna? Should we just go we straight to in? Camp Cooler? We, we already, already say that? we went there. Yeah, we've been in Camp Cooler. I want it. I want the record to show that my cooler is not a beer, is not anything. No, it's just a tea. Here's a, we're I kind am, of in the Camp Cooler. I am sleep drunk right now is what they call that. You are. You're like yeah. The dog was sleep drunk this weekend. Really? Last oh, because from swimming. And from swimming. Yeah. Swim drunk. Yeah, swim that's drunk. What it was. <laughs> we called it swim drunk. Yeah, dude, that's the best. When you're so tired, you're like, ah, uh, yeah. It's the best when you are home and <laughs> near bed. It's right now, right now you're you, going, can I Uber home? When you need to be a radio professional. Yeah, you got to suck it up. I gotta just you got to do it. I think it's perfect segue into today's topic. What's that? We'll just go for it. Um, <laughs> oh, did I tell you I broke my wrist? Let's. I can't even clap. Do you want me to clap because you have a broken wrist? Here we go. So, did I tell you I broke my wrist? No. So, have you seen me for the next six to eight weeks wearing a splint? It's because I broke my wrist. Would you like to hear how I broke my wrist? I am all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I got this dog. I don't know if I've talked about him on the air. Uh, a little bit. Okay. Yeah, but sometimes he likes to run up the stairs and follow me when I'm doing laundry. Mm. And sometimes it's just easier to not have him come with me. Mm-hmm. doesn't always stay. So I put up the baby gate that we used to have before when he wasn't allowed to go up the stairs. Yeah. Now he can go up the stairs, but sometimes it's just easier. Yeah, keep him down. Because there's lots of dogs and all this sort of stuff. So I put the baby gate up, 
I had my laundry, mm-hmm. and I go to step over the baby gate. Cot, how do you like to wear your flip-flops? On my feet. Yeah, but do you like a tight, snug fit? Do you like your toes right at the edge? Or do you like to wear them like a, a, like a jet, like a, oh. a, a water ski? I do not like the water ski style. Okay. I'm, I'm, I want them on. It's kind of trippy, but I like to wear them a little bigger. So Where you I, kind of flop them, you flop out of them as you walk. Yeah, they're floppy sometimes, but I like to have plenty of room around the edges, so less dirt, less mud, less water. Mm. I would kind of wear them year round, so yeah. I have yeah. a little bit bigger size. Not always so great for Mm-mm. tripping. Mm-mm. So my f- my water ski flip flop got caught on the baby gate because I'm holding laundry to try and go do laundry or to put the laundry away. Stay away from the dog. Toe catches. I got nowhere to go. Yeah. I got an armful of laundry. I yeah. got nothing to hold on to. I'm in the hallway, straight down onto my wrist. Eesh. Literally looked at it like, oh, that's probably broken. I'm like, there was so much force from my shoulder, my arm, yeah. my entire body on my wrist. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's not. I can move it. Next day, it was a little sore, but it didn't like, wasn't horrible. But now. Which one is it? Hold it up. It's this one. It's right in there. Is there is a bump on your wrist. Right there? Yeah. Yeah. And that's your broken bone, most likely. Yeah. Right? So, the doctor said, go get an x-ray. You just want to make sure. And she said, don't worry about it. They're just going to put it in a splint. So, I skipped all that. And I just bought the splint. We'll get it tonight. Then I'll be wearing a... A little wristy wrist. Yeah, it's broken. It's no good. Yeah, no. And that was a month ago? The problem is it's going to be... But it never really hurt. It never puffed up. It never ballooned. It never was like, oh, this hurts. I broke my wrist. It's just sort of been a little nagging pain. So it must be because you fell straight down on it and it wasn't sideways force. That's got to be like it probably like spiral broke or like a spiral fracture or like something like that, like a green break. You know, I don't know. You would think if it actually broke and displaced, you would be feeling that because. So I actually learned what it was called today. It's called a distal radial fracture, distal radius fracture. So distal is farther away from the midline. One of the most common types of bone fractures, they occur at the end of the radius bone near the wrist. Farther away from the midline. Depending upon the angle of the break, distal radius fractures can be classified in two types, colis or smith. Falls are the main cause of distal radius fractures. Mm -hmm. May also occur trauma from accidents, right? Like a car accident or something. Mm -hmm. Treatment varies, but may include a sling or cast and sometimes surgery in the case of an unstable or displaced fracture. But they can be very minor fractures. Yeah. And then what happens is that will just either heal back on its own with stabilization or, in my case, right. because I didn't have it checked out right away, not thinking it was that bad, now it's just kind of lagging, the doctor checked it out, said, go get an x-ray. They'll put you in a cast. Not a cast, or a but splint. a splint. And then it'll be fine. And so I skipped the, the step of getting an x-ray, and I got the splint. Why wouldn't you want an x-ray? What? I don't want to pay for that x-ray. Yeah, but you could see how broke it is. Yeah. I have bad x-ray memories from when I broke my back. I don't need any more x-rays. <laughs> if they're just going to, like... That sounds the like back, something to talk to a counselor about. It, it is, <laughs> and we do. Thank you. So the the x-ray before, like, they had to do something about it. Yeah. If With this, mm-hmm. the answer is, oh, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to put it in a splint. So yes. why would I get it? 
Oh, well, I mean, hmm. I'm kind of in the camp of, I hear what you're saying. You're going to have a splint anyway. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I want to know, how broken is this? Like, oh. does this, doctor, does this require surgery? Yeah. Or is this fine? There, there is that. Yeah. Because, like, in 10 years, when you have arthritis. Yeah. That's that's the other concern. <laughs> oh, I've thought about these things. Oh, I doubt. I don't. I don't just, doubt. I'm just. I don't doubt I'm that. I'm just selling it a certain way. You're just like I just. I'm gonna skip this step because it's five hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah. But in two years, three years, four years, it's gonna be ten thousand dollars more expensive. Oh, and just painful all the time. Mm-hmm. So what else? Yeah, that's. So. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you broke. So can you, you can see that, right? Yeah, don't don't like bend it. Oh yeah, I can totally see it. <laughs> That's terrible. Beep. <laughs> I don't even know why we're talking about this. I don't. Either. I don't like this topic. I don't. It's not about the. Outdoors. You brought it up. You it's brought not it up. about outside. So I have. I do have a topic. Yeah, I find myself. <clears throat> in the woods frequently and you'll get there and after it doesn't happen right away but after you've been in the woods for i'll just say a time a while okay right two weeks being quiet yeah Yeah. three days you you start to think differently do you yo yeah yeah so and it's not like you're losing your mind you're just you just you just settled you just settled Right, and you notice things that you wouldn't or you'd never notice, right? And so you kind of get into this like weird deep thought mentality. And I can remember like when I would bow hunt, mm. I would be out in the woods, and then frequently we would sit. What? <laughs> Raise your hand. When you went bow hunting, did you wear like uh, elk urine scent? No. Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to wear it. I gotcha. I I did before, but I didn't want oh, to. Oh, you have. I have before. You have worn on my feet. Oh. Uh, I didn't want to put on me. I put I put it on my boots. Oh, okay. Cuz okay. that's yucky. But then Sorry, so you're... you can put it on a piece of like felt and hang it in a tree near you. Oh. And then you don't have to have it on you. But I'm like, dude, I don't want pee on me. That's gross. What are you velcroing? <laughs> the seat? <laughs> He's weird timing. Uh, I'm uh, sorry. So yeah, back right. when you were elk hunting, multiple days. So you're you're settled. sitting on on the stand, you know, not yeah. in a tree stand, but just on the ground, you know, ground ground blind, and you're just still, right? Well, my brain doesn't stay still. My brain is very active. Mm, okay. And so, you know, you'd be looking around and and everything. Here's one of the deep thoughts that I would have. Deep thoughts. So, I'd look down, and there'd be a little bug. And he'd be crawling like on this log, and it's the the kind of bug that would like live in a log, right? Yeah. And I'm like, this bug lives its entire existence in a three foot circle. Yeah. That's nuts. And it's out here in the middle of nowhere, just doing its thing, its entire life, right? And yeah. I'm the only person that's ever going to witness that bug's life. You you were that on, the only person who ever saw that one thing. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. No one will ever see it again. No. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That is nuts. 
Do you have deep thoughts like that? I do sometimes. <laughs> I can't think of any at the moment. I deep thoughts. It's just one of those things where, you know, you're just huh. like, you're just kind of like, huh, what huh. do you know about that? What do you know? And so, so after I started, I noticed that I had that thought, right? I'm yeah. like, that's kind of a funny thing, right? So then I started thinking that same thing every place I would go because I'd be like, oh, here's a spider, right? Mm. And then I'd be like, well, I wonder how big this spider's life circle is. Do you bring like an insect book when you go out and do this? No. I should get you one. I don't need one. I have extras. I'll just throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what kind of spider it is. You don't have like an insect book you can No. Why would I need that? Oh, because then when you find the insects, you can look them up and see what kind they are. I don't care to see know oh, what kind they are. I do. I actually, I would, I would go, oh, and I'd take a picture of it with my phone, and then I'd go later, and I would Google. Actually, now I have an app. Plant net? It's a plant one and a bug one. Oh. And so have it'll Have we ever me. talked about my idea for an app? I don't know if you should say it on this recording. Well, have I told you? I don't think so. I'm not going to do anything about it anyway, so, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Trademark. Ding. Ding. Um, you know how there's, like, plant net, and there's, like, apparently there's a bug one. Yeah. I wanted to make one called What the Scat. And then you would come <laughs> across some one. sort of an animal It has scat, to be one. You think? Oh, yeah. I don't think there a is. A poop Last identifier? Yeah. Absolutely, there's one. Really? Yes. 100%. There's all those identifier things now. Because hmm. it's just a Google database, most likely. I'm yeah, totally... Those images are going and then searching and comparing. Yeah. Yeah. They just they just happen to have this massive Rolodex of, you know, different users. Well, it's all up. It's internet-based, right? Yeah. And so it's just user-reinforced, and they've got, what like... What if it's not, though? Okay. Well, how would... it's just one guy? <laughs> In a room that knows, like, every plant, Mm -hmm. every bug, every type of scat. And he sits there and he goes, ding. And he's like, oh, 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 somebody's using it. Somebody's using it. Oh, and he knows, like, instantly. It's like, he knows in 0.0000074 seconds. So it's like, ding. Raccoon. Back, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And it's like, raccoon. And goes to the app. And it's like, ding. Coyote. When I got a new photography book a while back, and it was like, um, it's kind of this staple of this, like, taking, how to, how to help through these practices and weekly and regular sort of shooting lessons, for lack of a better word, like yeah. exercises, how to develop your creative eye and have it apply to photography in the way you see the world, right? So seeing stuff differently mm-hmm. to then apply that to the way you shoot photography. Mm-hmm. One of the exercises, which I thought would be super cool to do sometime when we go camping, is it's like to take a hula hoop, for example, right? Like you have something like those plastic hula hoops, or you could do it with anything. You could do a piece of paracord to make it into a circle and throw it. Mm-hmm. And then get on your hands and knees and look at that just that little three-foot diameter circle, right, mm-hmm. in depth for a long period of time. 
and you would start to see the things that you're talking about that we take for granted and we miss and we don't see. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, yeah. you would see the colors and the textures of the dirt. Yeah. And the, yeah. the browns of the leaves. Right. And you would see, then you'd start to see some bugs crawling. And, I mean, if you really pay attention, yes. you don't see just, like, the bugs you see. You get down there, you start to see some super small bugs are moving everywhere. That's what I'm talking you about. Know? Yes. So that, and then the way I was going to do it with, like, the people who... It's let's be real. It's just going to be me. Nobody else wants to do this. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I thought it would be fun because whatever people want to be creative, yeah, they could be creative. So say you want to write some words about looking at this and the way it makes you feel. Yeah. Say you want to take some photographs. Great. Say you want to draw the bugs you see. Yeah. But it's like an activity of really connecting to the ground and the earth and observing the things going on that are small that we just miss and bypass all the time. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff because it's like, when do you ever have time or take the time to to get into that headspace? Yeah. And and like, it's such a, um, I feel like it, I'm just totally guessing here, but I feel like it throws you back into like innocent kid thought yeah. where it's completely free. You know, there's no limit. There's no like, oh, that's dumb. You know, mm-hmm. there's no judgment it's just like no i'm just literally thinking and it's not even like imagination it's real but you're just experiencing the the world mm-hmm. through the lens of somebody who's never seen that thing before yeah from from that perspective right yeah. such a cool thing to do yeah um, so anyway i just that would be awesome that'd be super fun i was thinking about something i was listening to that was talking about some psychological studies where they would have Tell high school, college students, right? Yeah. And like, draw a house. Right. You know, and what they get. You know, the box that that house typically is always in. And then you take it to, like, I don't know, when do kids, you have kids, when do kids start to draw? Six? When they draw? When do they start to draw? I mean, earlier than that, but so, when do you start so to recognize what two, they draw? Two, yeah. I mean, you're putting stuff on the fridge, like, from the get-go. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it actually being able to, like, draw a house, maybe okay. say three. I'd four. say I'd say four years old, preschoolish okay. age, right? Yeah, and then you probably have a window of that till about 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, right? Till that is, like, <laughs> well, somewhere it's going to vary on a spectrum, till, like, the creative freedom yeah, yeah, yeah. of drawing or presenting whatever and like letting your brain be creative and transpire onto uh-huh. something you're making yeah. is free whereas when you get to older age and somebody says drop a house you know you just are like this is what a house is <laughs> yeah yeah there's no room for creativity left yeah yeah i yeah. don't want people to think my house is stupid like when you draw pictionary games i pictionary. love pictionary right it's a fun game yeah it's you like you draw a house right now <laughs> You would draw it exactly in yeah. that constricted, small way that everyone knows. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I love... So speaking of kid drawings, mm-hmm. um, one of my favorite things is around the age of four. Okay. When, when, they, can, when they can draw something and articulate what they drew. Mm. And this was a lot of times it would be either... You pick them up from Sunday school class or preschool or kindergarten right in there. You know, it's like where there was a guided activity that they did with someone else. And then now they're going to tell you very proudly what they did. And they drew their family. That is the best thing in the world. (laughs) Because (laughs) 
it would be like, oh, this is our family, and it's like got the right number of people. But, but you're like, like one <laughs> distinguishing characteristic or feature is exaggerated for each one, right? Yes, it's always so good. Like this is you, daddy, and it's like their little brain saying you're the biggest person in our family. You have a whatever mustache or beard or yeah. or you, this hat that I like, right? Or yeah. whatever. And oh my gosh, that kind of stuff. And then the arms and legs are always just a <laughs> crapshoot of like whatever it's going to... It's like so, yeah. so weird, right? I love those kinds of pictures. So funny. And I'm always like, these are amazing. So There's good. There's got to be some like <laughs> Instagram account which showcases... <laughs> yeah kids family drawings dude if there's not we have to start it i'm gonna let you start that one i love the i'll, I'll follow it okay here's what i'm I'll gonna fo- do i'll follow it someday okay uh hopefully That's not i like to do stuff too <laughs> yeah <laughs> someday when when i'm a grandpa so this is oh, okay. hopefully in the future a ways right um i i'll i feel like i'd have a little more time to do that where it's like i will now celebrate the grandkids drawings and it would be in okay. that space. It would be that. I could I could totally do that. Yeah. That'd be, be your retirement hobby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I have one more deep thought. Deep thoughts. So it's also something that I've thought and we talked about this around the campfire m- more than one hunting trip. But it'd be same thing. You're hunting, you're walking through the woods, right? And, and and in my case, I was elk hunting. Now you could also deer hunt, but you're you're predominantly elk hunting. Okay. Those are just big deer, right? Just big old big old hamburgers walking around. Big deer, super yummy. So the deer are smaller, and when they get bigger, <clears throat> they're elk, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. All right. So you know, you we would walk for days. Like I'm just gonna tell you, I wasn't a good uh, archery elk hunter. Okay. Or archery hunter. Period. You know. And, and so I would be frustrated that we, here we are, it's, it's 90 degrees. We're backpacking around with carrying our, our bows, heavily armed hiking is what I would call it. Right. And so we were always like, did you hear anything? Did you see anything? Did you blah, blah, blah. We'd see all this sign, right? This yeah. poop, right. Or, or tracks. And, and we would rarely see the animals. Sometimes we'd have encounters with them, but I got to thinking one day. And I was like, all right, someday in heaven, like if you could watch a recording back of your life, I, want, I wonder how many animals were nearby mm. when I'm in the woods and I never knew it. So yeah. deer, elk, bears, cougars, cougars, all these things, right, that you think about. And it's like, how close have I ever been? To a cougar, because we would always talk about. How close about have you been? And not sure. Well, I used to live in Happy Valley, so pretty close. Oh, yeah. Quite a that's quite a few cougars extra, there. Yeah. Extra wine on yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know it's like I I've never seen a cougar, ever, mm. and and you know like even here in the city of Sandy there there are quite a few cougars yeah. here, and recently they've been seeing them, um, you know nearby. Big topic. Back before the pandemic and before everybody talked about this pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's legitimate, you know, and they're here. Yeah. So so anyway, I just think that would be crazy to know hmm. 
that you were this close to this animal. And I think, I think people would be really, really alarmed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Right. So that to me would be fascinating to know. Where do you stand on coyotes? As far as what? Like, do you like them? Do you shoot them? I shoot them on my farm. Okay. Yeah. When they try and eat your chickens? Yes. They eat my chickens frequently. Then We've probably you... lost three or four in the last couple months. Then do you just dump them in the ditch and just pretend like they got hit by a car? No, I would take care of the coyote. I'd give it a proper service? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Can you eat coyotes? Probably. I would kind of like scavengers. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. eat a coyote. <laughs> huh. No, that is a good one. I mean, there's a lot of animals out there. How yeah. many animals? How many insects, animals, birds do you think are out there total? <laughs> what? Total? Well, we can do it by category. How many birds do you think they are? In the world. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Billions. Well, I, that's a deep question. Billions. Okay, how many animals? It's got to be same. And animals all like came all from like just like just the two. <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> okay, how many bugs? Like how many ants are in the world? Have you ever thought, have you ever heard that number? Like how many spiders people eat each year? Uh, six. Is that all? That's what I've read. Oh, that's not bad. On average, you is that at home or six spiders in your is sleep? That people that camp. At, Frequently, I don't. I've just said uh, the the average human eats six spiders in their sleep a year. So some people live in houses with no spiders. Round, false, totally false. What? No, they're everywhere. There's no house with no spiders. No, I don't think there is. Some fancy, brand new, Mm-mm. all white glass thing. Nope. California home. Black widows. They're in the corners. Brown recluse. I don't know. Everybody says we have those in Oregon. I, I seriously legs. doubt it. Daddy long legs are everywhere. Eli, Eli says he's been bit twice by him. Remember? I, you I, had a I deep conversation about I think this it's false. during this winter snowshoe. I didn't believe him. He said he did. I didn't believe him, and I just chose not to argue about it. You chose your own facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's 2021. Yeah, yeah. We're no, all entitled I, to our own opinions. I'm not I'm not coming up with my own facts. I'm actually reading like this is where these things live. I thought they live here. I thought they do live here. From what I've found, they do not. I'll get you a book. Okay, give me a book. Spider it's, book. It's, what, 1985 is the copyright date. That's too new. <laughs> no. No. I need to make a correction. Uh, correction. Okay. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But also, everyone is entitled to their own facts these days. These days, yeah. Who are you? Who are you to second guess my facts? <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> all right. So, hit us up on the social media, all over the places. Thanks for listening. Next time, we'll talk more about outdoors. Maybe we'll do some stuff. You're going to go to, yeah, Montana. Mm-hmm. I'll be, uh, I'll be going somewhere. Be good to the. Computer. You got a lot of computer. You got a lot of trips coming up. Camping trips. A lot of weekend warrioring. It stresses me out. Why? What? Because <laughs> there is no there's no margin in it. It stresses me out big time. All you have to do I can is... I can hang for like a couple few weeks yeah. of no margin, but after no margin, I crash hard. Here's what and I would I tell am you. Impatient mostly in the dialogue in my head and and I can hide it fairly well. Yes, I've learned this. But it is the it is it is the me that I don't want to be with. 
And so I am my best for myself and other people when I get some space or nothing. What I think you should do is cancel some trips. <laughs> Can't. I mean, they're all you like, can. no, family vacation here, family vacation there, yeah. annual trip this. We'll, we'll talk about this off the air. <laughs> Email us and tell us how many times I should or not go camp. I gotta go. I'm like not even You're done saying these. words, and I haven't even. <clears throat> you had two beers, and I had a tea. Yeah, I'm good, and I'm asleep. I'm golden. Can't match my words up. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, send us an email at breakingcamppodcast at gmail Subscribe. Share the show with your friends. Oh, tell your friends. Leave us a five star review. Did you say that? No, nope, not yet. You did. Oh, leave us a five star review. Call us at five zero three four two seven eight seven four three. And most importantly, Aaron, tell them what to do. Take. Take a nap and get outside and have some fun.